Welcome to the Late Night Race Review. K-Mag tests the Tech Pro and brings out the red. Ricardo gets his best dress on, but will Horner notice him? And did Perez finally seal his fate at home? It's the Mexican GP. We wrap it up with a look at our fantasy league and our predictions game, as always. Don't forget to support the podcast by hitting those like, follow and subscribe buttons. Welcome back to the Late Night Race Review. I am Owen Scott and with me as always is Dave Jericho and Isidro Consalvish. And in what was a blistering hot high altitude weekend in Mexico City, it looked like all but a home victory for Sergio Perez for about 100 metres until turn one. Uh, and then it went back to business as usual with Max Verstappen winning. Dave... Give me your outlook on the weekend overall before we actually get into talking about Max as usual. Um, do you know, I actually, well, the weekend overall um, was fine. I was actually, I, was, I thought the build up to the race, I was expecting a bit more of a, um, yeah, I think I was expecting more from Sunday's race, from today's race than uh, than we got. I think the, you know, the, the kind of some, some drivers being out of position. Um, yeah, I, Look, it was fine. I think K-Mag saved it for me, though. <laughs> yeah. um, it was, uh, was it turning into a bit of a snooze fest, maybe a seizure until the uh, the K-Mag red flag? Uh, not from what I could see. It was uh, it was a good fight. I was watching the, the Alpha Tauris. They know how to do upgrades, unlike Aston Martin. And Norris was actually doing a good race. The K-Mag incident was a bit unfortunate, especially because... It delayed the the start again, and to be fair, I was waiting to see if there was any other crash or if Leclerc was putting Hamilton out of uh, out of the race. But no, after all, after all the the, the commotion, it went just like says Max take the lead and that's it. But the Norris drive, I think it was excellent. Yeah, well, let's let's uh, zoom in on Max Verstappen, Dave. What did you think of him this weekend? He he had a P three in the in the quali, but ended up uh, coming out on top as per usual today. That's what I was saying. Where I thought the the, the build up to the race was uh, kind of uh, I, I I kind of gave me false hope. Uh, I thought we were going to have something a little closer, but as I was saying last week. I think we got uh, lured into a false sense of um, teams catching the Red Bulls. Um, and today, I think we we just saw that that Red Bull is just still dominant. I mean, he was, what was the final time? 13, 14 seconds ahead of? 13.8. Uh, yeah. What was it? 13.8. 13.8. Um, and that was with after 36 laps, I think we had on the restart. Mm. So, yeah, that car is dominant. He sets more records. And I'm sure he's probably going to do that for the next three races. I think we've got three races left of the season. Mm. Um, so, um, yeah, uh, just a, a well-controlled drive. I mean, he, he lunged it into into turn one. I think uh, he did well. Obviously, we, we'll talk about the, the incident uh, involving Perez and stuff like that in a minute. But uh, uh, I think Max got a great start, did well. Once he got into turn one, that was it. Good luck. Both Red Bulls had a blistering start, um, and yeah, someone who uh, also lunged into turn number one was Sergio Perez. Um, Isidro, give me your breakdown of 
what uh, could be a little bit of an underline under uh, Sergio Perez's um, um, career at the moment. Yeah, that incident on one really was what was not what Perez was expecting for this weekend, hmm. especially considering that Hamilton finished did nineteen nineteen points today, and Perez crashed his car. Not good, but to be fair, turn one incident was it was no one's fault. It was just a race incident. I mean, Leclerc could not go anywhere unless I mean unless Leclerc back down or Perez back down. There was nothing more than just the crash that we saw, mm. and and that and that was the end of it for Paris, unfortunately. And we could see a lot of people leaving the the circuit after that because they were there to see Paris. Paris crashed. I'm going home, not sitting for hours in traffic or something. Yeah, yeah. I think Perez referenced uh, Senna in saying that once a, a racing driver stops going for those gaps, he's not really a racing driver anymore. But, but Dave, go on. I yeah, still on. blame. I, I, I a hundred percent blame Perez for wiping himself out. Right. I okay. Mean, like Elaborate. The, the 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 gap was there. He went for it. That's great. You can absolutely do that. But then he decided in turn one on the opening lap of a race to try and take the apex of the tur- the corner and cut in rather than hang it out wide on turn one where there would have been space and he would have, okay, he probably wouldn't have got first, but he would have certainly still been in the race. Um, but yeah, no, he decided to, it was, it was completely his own fault. Like regardless of whether he thought uh, Charles Leclerc had the ability to move over or not, he decided to fucking swing it down into turn one and try and take the apex when he was on the outside, like on, uh, like on the open lap of the race. Yeah, hundred percent his fault, absolutely. And the, another reason why I think he won't be at Red Bull next year. Just absolute fucking madness, like. Uh, Cedro, I am Christian Horner for a second. Give me one good reason why You're I'm looking keeping... rough these days, Christian. <laughs> <laughs> Less ginger than usual, but anyway, um, yeah. Give me one good reason why I'm keeping you, Sergio Perez, in that seat next year. Now, after what happened today. He's got Jerry Halliwell hostage. <laughs> Probably at the moment, I don't think he has other options unless he goes into AlphaTauri and gets Danny Ricardo from there. I think he might need to stuck with Paris for another year. I, I mean, the Red Bull, it, is there always other options there? They have money. They have money, but other drivers, I don't think they are looking for that. They know how that second seat would look like it would be more a wingman for Max rather than driving for themselves. I mean, Norris, I don't see Norris leaving McLaren. I don't see Leclerc or Sainz. Well, I'm sure they would like, they would love to, to leave Ferrari, but I'm not sure if that second Red Bull seat would be ideal for them or mm-hmm. Albon for Mercedes. I'm not, I don't see he wants to get back to Red Bull. He knows what happened there. Dave, um, if I'm Danny Ricardo, I'm sitting in an AlphaTauri, admittedly, which was greatly improved today. Mm. But um, do I take another shot at Red Bull? Um, he, he gunned it into the back of Max Verstappen before. Could he maybe just take a chance again and see if he can just, a, a last bite of the cherry, perhaps? Do you know, if there was a drive there going for him for in Red Bull, I think he would absolutely snap their hand off. But that's their only option for next season is Daniel Ricciardo. There's nobody else that's going to 
Um, like everyone else is in contract, so um, there's not a single team that's going to give up their number one driver, even their number two driver, if they're somewhat competitive. Mm. The Red Bull, so their only option is a rookie, which I, I you know, Helmut Marco isn't going to do, um, or Daniel Ricciardo. And at the moment, you, you, I don't know how you would argue to keep Perez and not just run. You, 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 like, if you know this is what you're going to get from Perez, why not just roll the dice then and give Daniel Ricciardo a go? I mean, it makes no difference. You're not losing. You know, if 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 Daniel Ricciardo tanks, he's he's probably not going to tank any worse than Sergio Perez is at the moment. Hmm. So you might as well just try something uh, until there's uh, contracts up for negotiation. So a little little driver swap maybe between Red Bull and AlphaTauri. Oh well, I'd imagine if AlphaTauri uh, get rid of Daniel Ricciardo, I can imagine Liam Lawson will probably come back in. I'd say Sergio Perez might uh, find some time on the bench for a while doing uh, picking up uh, Daniel Ricardo's underwear modeling job. <laughs> um, right, let's let's, uh, let's take a little jump to before we get to, to Lewis Hamilton. Let's talk about Ferrari. Um, a great qualifying session. They got a P1 and a P2. Um, today they, they finished P3, P4. Um, were they slightly unlucky or was Charles Leclerc slightly unlucky to end up in the side of a, a Red Bull, Dave? Um, yeah, I mean, there was nothing nothing Charles Leclerc could do. He was sandwiched between the two of them. But that, I don't think, would have made any difference. Even if he had made turn one, he would have still been overtaken by uh, Verstappen anyway. Um, I don't think... I don't think there's much really to say about the Ferraris. I think they probably got everything that could have been gotten out of that car this weekend. They just did not have the pace. I So I don't think there was any... When they stayed out for so long, I thought, "Oh God, they're making a ter- you know another blunder here on the the strategy." Um, but I don't think it would have made any difference. They just didn't seem to have the pace on the hards, the mediums. Like I, <laughs> it just it just didn't matter. They just I think they got as much as they were going to get out of that that car this weekend. The two of them. Hmm. Uh, Carlos Sainz, uh, Isidro, anything to add about him before we move away from Ferrari? Uh, before we move away from. Not on Carlos Sainz, but when uh, Leclerc got the pole position, the usually drivers are very happy. Leclerc was like, "Oh, I know what's going to happen." Was on Carlos Sainz again? And no, no, he finished P six, and today, not so bad. I think the main issue was uh, the cooling, and and that was the main issue with the Ferraris. Mercedes was doing better. Hmm. And Sainz, I think he did a good job keeping Russell away and kind of protecting Leclerc uh, to get the, the P3. But like they were saying, I think Ferrari did nothing wrong. I think they were expecting the medium on the Mercedes to uh, to not last as long as they did. I think that was their main, their main bet this weekend was that the medium was not last. But unfortunately for them, hmm. the mediums last and Hamilton got the P2 and P2, P4 for the Ferrari. Yeah, probably the best they could have hoped of, uh, really, with with the blistering pace of of Lewis Hamilton. Um, And as you say, the Ferraris seem to be sitting ducks for for, uh, Hamilton, Dave, who just really had amazing pace today. Yeah, the Mercedes are getting good. I'm actually surprised Russell didn't do better, but the Mercedes are getting good. Um, The... uh, yeah, I, I again similar when they when they did the on the race start the when I saw them on the mediums I was like a lot of those drivers were struggling to get to lap thirty on those mediums without kind of 
skidding all over the, the, the track. So I thought with 36 laps to go on those mediums, I really thought the Ferraris were, even though if they didn't have the pace to go toe-to-toe with the Mercedes, I thought just on pure tire wear degradation, they would have uh, they would have managed it. But whether that Mercedes just handled the tires really well or the Ferraris were just that shit, um, I don't know. But uh, yeah, Hamilton did a great job. Um, and God, Jesus, please, someone just get a car that can compete with the Red Bulls sometime <laughs> soon. Like... Um, George Russell, Cedro, the second week in a row, possibly the third week in a row, that he's fallen behind pace-wise um, against his teammate Lewis Hamilton. Are we seeing now a bit of a gap opening up between the two two drivers here, or is it just a few few unlucky weekends for for George Russell? I think it's more down to unlucky George. Uh, this weekend, for instance, I think Mercedes, Mercedes Hamilton was doing a better job. Uh, taking care of those medium tires and keeping the second place while Russell was struggling. And another thing that I think didn't help was that Hamilton was in second, far away from Max, which means that the track was clear, there was cooling air coming in, while Russell was basically stuck in traffic, and that didn't help either. So I think it was just unlucky. I don't think uh, Russell is... Uh, under pressure of losing that second seat at Mercedes. Oh, right yeah. Now. No, I, d- I don't think that's in question, really. Um, it, it, Lewis Hamilton seems to, to need a, a car underneath him that he's perfectly happy with, with driving, whereas Russell t- tends to be able to drive whatever's put in front of him, that, that crappy Williams he was driving a few years ago. But Rus- or, uh, Hamilton seems to be comfortable now in, in that Mercedes over the last few weeks, and, and his... In, his form has been improving because of that Dave yeah definitely I mean we heard it at the start of the season uh just constantly kind of moaning about that car just not suiting them um and now yeah exactly what's happening like the the upgrades that have been coming have been working well for them hopefully it bodes well for them for next season as well that but you know with Mercedes they tend to start making adjustments and start making improvements. And then all of a sudden the car comes out next year and it's completely different. And we're back to Hamilton saying, you know, what have you done to the car? Mm. So, um, but look, let's hope, hope they stick with it. Uh, it's great. I would love to see uh, Lewis get that eighth title. Um, so uh, yeah, long may the improvements continue. Mm. Um, um, I, I started writing my questions about halfway through the, the race today and in my, my order, uh, Danny Rick came next because at the time, I think he was up in around fourth position. Um, Danny Rick, he's only back, what, one race, two races now? Is it one or two races? One? Second two, race. Second race back. Yeah, second race, yeah. Um, with an unbelievable performance, a, a P4 in quali, I think, wasn't it? And then finishing P7 today in an Alpha Tari. Um, just absolutely phenomenal. Uh, Dave, break down Danny Ricardo. Were you surprised by, by this performance? Uh, I was surprised. Yeah, I suppose from the Alpha Tari. I don't really know where it came from. I, I don't know. Did they bring um, Did they bring some upgrades? Was the, was the upgrades for the US or was it this weekend, Zero? Singapore. What's the first time then when you bring the upgrades? But, but did they bring it any extra upgrades since? No, in Austin. Last Austin, week. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's what I was thinking. Um, so I mean, 
I mean, clearly worked. I mean, even uh, Sonoda looked fairly pacey. I know he was kind of down towards the end of the pack um, through his own fucking vault. (laughs) But uh, he's, uh, yeah, that car looked really quick. um, And straight line speed was was rapid. But again, Daniel Ricciardo, he came out. I kind of hope he didn't jinx himself. He came out at the start of the race or after the qualifying, should I say. And he was just kind of saying... um, that he felt he was back to his old self. And I was like, oh, this just bodes for a turn one back of Sergio Perez fucking incident yeah. or something <laughs> like that. Um, but so, yeah, I was really surprised. But and I was more surprised not only at the P4, but I was sort of waiting to see him just sort of drop back the pack, you know, st- straight away. I, I, like, I expect sort of by the, you know, sort of 10 laps in or something, he was going to be outside the top 10. Like, but that. Yeah, never happened. He just he, he managed to hold on and he he drove the the socks out of that car and it's uh yeah it's great uh, and more reason probably why he's uh hanging his uh hanging his helmet outside the, the shop window. <laughs> <laughs> oh, his helmet hanging in the breeze. Um, the shop window <laughs> for Red Bull to come and pick it up. The only problem I, I see, Isidro, maybe maybe you agree with me, maybe don't, uh, with, with Daniel Ricciardo, is that he shows these flashes and signs of, of brilliance and then, you know, the next race, it's gone again and we're back to unlucky Danny Ricciardo. Um, is, 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 can he maintain this sort of form or is this just a flash in the pan as usual? Uh, I think the, the car is there if he's still in the very good shape for the legs for the next three races it's still open because he had to be fair i think he did better since he came after the accident than before of course the car being upgraded also helps so i think it's still up in the air if this is to continue or not and i think maybe because there's a bit of pressure because ricardo knows that if he doesn't do well, Liam Lawson is just there waiting. And he's good, he's young, mm-hmm. and he's proved that he can take that seat. Yeah. And to be fair, he was driving that Alpha Tauri before the upgraded, so we haven't seen Liam run uh, driving the new or the upgraded Alpha Tauri. Mm. Dave, do you have something you want to say there? Oh, I just, I, all I was thinking was when, um, when Norris overtook. Um, Ricardo, I'd say, I'd say, I, I just, I thought, like, if I was Daniel Ricardo and was in that seat, I'm just like, there's another fucking car that I used to drive for that is now <laughs> doing better once again than I am. <laughs> well, I mean, when you've driven for half of the half of the grid, half I the mean, grid. it's you know, it's not hard to have these cars. Granny's and with shopping trolleys about to be overtaking him one of these days soon. <laughs> <laughs> um let's have a little chat about the the K Mag red flag. It was uh was it a rear suspension failure? Um is that what happened? Yeah. He, yes. he had no control over that at all. It wasn't really dry it wasn't driver error, was it? Well I'd say it well probably yeah, I'd say well I don't know. I don't know unless uh I don't know whether you know or not, I didn't see anything since, but unless um it was from him excessively riding the curbs. Um, which then damaged the suspension and in turn, in turn ca- caused the failure. And that's the only thing I could think of. But yeah. The Sky commentators are saying that the, the fact that he left the track a uh, few laps before that and went through a lot of dirt, uh, that could have probably damaged a little bit 
but there was no really conclusion. Only that was the the rear right suspension breaking. Mm. Mm. And uh, big beneficiaries of the, or a big beneficiary of the um, of this red flag, Lando Norris. Um, he, I, I, I'd kind of thought with starting on the on the soft tire that he was going to make up more time and we we're going to see him fly through the grid. But he seemed to be stalling uh, in the first few laps. But my God, did he come back uh, with a vengeance, Dave? Oh yeah, I was the same. I thought when he was on the soft tires, I was like. For ages, like he's still in 15th, like 14, 15, something like that. I was like, what the hell's going on on those soft tires? It just wasn't working for him at all. Like, yeah. um, especially how compared to how aggressive he was in the second half of the race. But, um, yeah, I know, uh, I know Zedro was kind of saying that he thought kind of the whole race, as a, you know, the race as a whole was entertaining. I kind of, for me, I didn't think it really kicked off until the K Mag incident and we got the, the second standing start because I thought. We got, you know, half the grid were on the hard compound tires, half the grid were on the medium compound tires, and it just sort of gave a nice mix. And we also got a, a sort of a second standing start again. And like you say, with Lando Norris, he just, I don't know, he just went full beast mode and just started, like, I mean, the tires just didn't, he was driving the absolute life out of the tires, but they just didn't seem to go off. And he just kept going and going. And, and like, um, I think Martin Brundle was saying on commentary, like, had he got probably another you know, five, six laps or something, he may even have ended up catching Carlos Sainz as well for, for P4. Like, he was just, he was on an absolute charge. But the thing is, I don't know, I wonder, had he have not been out of position after the poor qualifying, hmm. would he have put in a drive like that? I know Lando, yeah. I mean, we he keeps getting driver of the day and stuff like that, so I know he does put in great drives. But there's a difference between the driver of the day and then what he did today, like and what he managed to get out of those medium compound tires. So, um, so for all of that alone, I mean, Lando Norris well deserved the driver of the day, which he got from the fan votes because uh, absolutely incredible drive. Yeah, uh, Cedro, break time. What happened yesterday in qualifying for me with uh, Lando? Um, there the yellow. These are the yellow flag. Um, made things rather hard for him to to pick up any time. Is that what what resulted in the P nineteen? Uh, no idea about that. Sorry. <laughs> I was waiting for that. I love that. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm so glad it wasn't me. <laughs> Dave, can you break down what happened to Lando in, in qualifying? No. Oh, great. <laughs> uh, not even going to no, bother. Didn't he, get a, didn't he get a time deleted or something like that as well? That was uh, Album. Oh, that was Alex Album. Yeah, I'm no. not going to. I'm not going to bother ed- editing anything out. Um, we'll leave that in there. <laughs> yeah, that's great. We all fucked that up. No one has a clue what happened in qualifying. Uh, <laughs> as far far as i know um he had a little bit of a slip up coming into the uh, into the last few turns and also there was the yellow flag i think it was alonso yellow flag um caused him to not be able to get a a final run out apparently look at this bollocks of a host comes in here knowing that we only prep for the fucking race day and he's got fucking stuff prepped for fucking qualifying and asks us <laughs> questions that he knows we don't have prep for and then proceeds to answer it himself. It's ga- <laughs> classic gaslighting, Dave. Classic. Love it. <laughs> um, right, Oscar Piastri. Dave, break down Oscar Piastri for me. This guy uh, is consistently top 10. Um, the yeah. dude is pure box office. McLaren just have a superstar in their hands, don't they? Yeah, class rookie season he's having, isn't it? Um, I thought, though, um, there was a huge pace difference, though, between, I mean, you saw how quick, 
And again, I think this just highlights how good um, Lando Norris was today because those two are usually fairly close on pace uh, in qualifying and race pace, especially of late. Yet we saw how quickly Lando caught Piastri and passed them. Uh, now, I know they, 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 they was team orders then in the end for to sw- switch them around. But, um, yeah, just, just sort of highlighted how quick uh, Lando was going on those mediums. But take nothing away from Oscar as well. Uh, incredible drive, again, consistently in the top 10. Um, yeah, I think um, McLaren, I'd say, are rubbing their hands together. If they can get uh, c- continue to build with their car, they've got a great driver pairing now for the for next season. Yeah, and that momentum from the end of this season, which they seem to be carrying week in, week out, mm. um, is going to really make them uh, challengers for well. Let's let's be honest, maybe P P two in the uh, in the constructors championship next year. Um, oh, you you don't think anyone's competing with Red Bull for next season either? I don't think so. I don't oh, think God, so. God, that's grim. <laughs> <laughs> I'm happy to see who comes second, though. Um, right, lads. Before we move on, there, I just take a look down the the grid. Um, you we sound have a... like you were going to get into advertising or something there for a second. <laughs> <laughs> me, MeUndies.com. Um, no, um, listen, the, the, the end of the grid here. demo right here on, <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> um, no, that's that's another podcast that I host. <laughs> we talk about manscaping. Um, yeah, Logan Sargent, Lance Stroll, Fernando Alonso, Kevin Magnussen and Sergio Perez, all DNFs. Um I didn't notice that happened. Maybe this is during my uh, my brief stint of sleeping. Your siesta. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what what happened to to these guys? Logan Sargent, Lance Stroll, and Fernando Alonso. What was the crack there? Uh, Logan Sargent. I actually have no idea what happened to him. That happened uh, on lap seventy. So, <clears throat> right. I know he. Um, yeah, I actually have no idea. Doesn't matter. I'm moving on because I don't care. Um, <laughs> Lance Stroll and Alonso, though that that was one I found. They, they they sort of put it down that there was issues with the car. They were saying Alonso was possibly debris that he some debris damage. Um, Stroll had that collision with uh, was it? It wasn't Hulkenberg. Who was the collision with then into the stadium section? Oh, it was only on the towards the end of the race. Who the hell did he collide with? Ah, uh, Jesus. Anyway, he had some collision. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> oh God, we're all asleep tonight. Why do they have to have these late races? God I know, damn it. it's tough, isn't it? It's tough going. Um, yeah, so uh, what are we talking about? Who cares? Aston Martin, right? Yeah, <laughs> I think they could have kept going. I'll be honest. I, I just think they were having such a shocking race. Um, I think they just thought it was better just to preserve the engines and just retire the car. Um, I I like I, I don't see I don't didn't look like there was any reason why they couldn't continue. They were just they were doing shit, and I just think they realized they weren't going to make any inroads. They were going to be sitting at the at the back of the pack with maybe there was some minor damage, but not enough damage that wasn't going to allow them to continue. So mm. they decided just to retire both cars towards the end. But um, I mean, when we saw the restart, even like on lap 30, uh, 35, um, like Alonso took up the back of the grid. And you're just like this. I was only saying to Jane, like, or like, this is a guy that was on the podium regular at the start of the season. We're like, wow, this could, you know, we were we were expecting when they that when their upgrades come that they might be challenging Red Bull for race wins. Like, yeah. Now they're picking up the back of the pack. Like, what in the what the hell happened there? Like, yeah. Has, um, there, has there ever been such a monumental drop off in form? around all of the hype that was actually involved in, in Aston Martin at the start of the season. I, I, I 
don't I don't think I could, I could recall a team dropping off like that. I mean, you might see a dr- individual driver dropping off, like for example, Sergio Perez, like you know, like yeah. he, like he started off great and then just tanked. Um, so you see things like that, but for a whole team just to tank, um, yeah, ridiculous. But then again, I I don't think I've ever seen a team do the reverse of that, which is uh, McLaren, like how, yeah. like I think it was the Silverstone upgrades, wasn't it? That just turned them yep. into an absolute rocket ship. Yeah. So um, yeah, that's the other side of that coin. I think it's possible that uh, maybe Zach Brown went down to the crossroads and sold his soul to the devil or something because uh, those boys had a serious turnaround, haven't they? Oh, unbelievable unbelievable absolutely class like and uh like i said yeah i i, I like a bit of soft spot for mclaren and um, so i'd like yeah i'd like to see him do well i think we all do yeah. um dave i've no more questions about today's race um mainly because i fell asleep halfway through does anyone else have anything to add Anything else to add? Uh, I have to say there was some great uh, there was some great battles towards the end of the race that i thought daniel ricardo uh could have taken george russell uh towards the end there um, so if I'm going to throw a negative spin on Daniel Ricciardo, I think he should have maybe taken that spot. Um, some good battles going on. Oh, actually, do you know, the other thing was fucking uh, Esteban Ocon telling, uh, do you remember over the radio? Oh, tell has to be ready because I'm about to fucking send it into turn one or whatever. Do you remember? And uh, and then it was like 10 laps later, the commentators going, See Ocon still behind Hulkenberg. <laughs> like, couldn't get it done. I was like, that is embarrassing. It's like a, it's like a baseball fucking uh, player, and he's fucking. I, I don't don't know what you call a baseball a batter, like whatever. Yeah. You're, you're the guys that caught and they call their shots, yeah. and then he just fucking sends it up into the crowd or something behind him, and, and yeah. you know it's exactly Hit, like that. Hits himself in the nuts it. with the bat or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just don't call it. Like unless you're gonna do it, don't call it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but like Alpine season, I don't think anyone's really going to remember that. Um, Dave, is it prediction time? It is prediction time. Uh, do, 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 do. You forget we see. have the driver of the day and loser of the day. No. Oh, sorry. Yeah, I mean, we should have just let Azidro on the show. Me and Scotty yeah. are asleep. We were sharing a duvet earlier. <laughs> <laughs> it was so cozy. A duvet. <laughs> <laughs> Um, sorry, yeah, driver day. Uh, okay, I'll, yeah, I'll go first. Uh, my driver today. Um, oh, I mean, I actually had a few going for a while, but I, I mean, I kind of wanted it to be Daniel Ricciardo, but it has to be Lando Norris. I mean, that was absolute pure beast mode. Like, there's no, like, yeah, there's no question. Yeah, no, and, same, yeah. same page. Yeah, 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 I think we're all on the same page. I, I like you. I had Ricciardo for a little while, then I fell asleep, and Lando Norris, when I woke up, was way up the grid. So. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna have to drive. Keep... He was just automatically your driver today, <laughs> just based on position. He had to be, yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, Lando for me too, and you, Cedro, probably. Yeah, Norris, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All uh, right. Well, I mean, my loser of the day. I mean, it's. I, I think we, if we're not all agreeing on this one as well, it's got to be Sergio Perez. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Home. Definitely. Yeah, that was an absolute, absolute train wreck. Yeah, home but run there. I think second loser, of, in second loser of the day, I'll pick Alfa Romeo team because they had P9 and P10 qualifying and they finished 16 and 14 and 15. So basically, for, the last ones. Alfa Romeo, Alfa, well, they, they were, they, they basically, that's, they couldn't have finished any further back. Yeah. <laughs> I think they would have been in Formula Two if they finished any further back. Yeah. Such a disappointing team overall this season, isn't it? Like, 
I've checked out. They're going to be, aren't they back to Sauber for next year until uh, until uh, Audi come in, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The Alfa Romeo brand is gone for next season. Yeah, it probably gave up on that, that pairing as well, in fairness. Um, right. Predictions. Are we on predictions, Isidro, or have I, have yes, I jumped the gun again? Predictions. Okay, thank you. <laughs> no, let's go. <laughs> okay. Uh, right. Well, this is a shit show because... Um, well, I'll just call them out. Let's let's just go through it. So I went with uh, Verstappen, great. Went with Hamilton, great. And then I went with Perez, P three. That's so great. <laughs> um. So yeah, likewise, I went Verstappen, Hamilton, all good. And then I went Norris, P three. Oh. could have happened. Yeah, could have so, happened. So close. Is he driving? Oh, would you go Verstappen with... first, Hamilton second, and Alonso third. Jesus. <laughs> Oh, there was more chance of Perez finishing third than Alonso. <laughs> um, right, my flop was Yuki Ooh. Sonoda outside not, the top ten. Just about. not that much flop, I have to say. What? Almost not a flop. Oh yeah, I know. I just got I just about got away with that one. Yeah, skin um, in the teeth. Especially because now, Sonoda shot himself in the foot. Yeah, causing a little touch with Piastri, I think. Yeah, exactly. That's it. Well, yeah, that's what I was saying. Oh, yeah, I didn't actually mention that. I was kind of saying that earlier. Oh, I'm half asleep. Sorry, everyone's for the shit podcast, but I blame uh, <laughs> I blame the late hour. <laughs> um, yeah, my call for um, for flop was stroll outside the top 10. And for the longest time, this was the case. Um, yep. But they uh, fucking retired the car. <laughs> and it became a DNF. Dick bags. <laughs> Is he I drove? hate the Ricardo DNF. Do you know, and, so and I could have seen that coming as well. Yeah, so um, nice. but all right. Um okay, so my surprise was Alonso, top ten. Well, that would have been a surprise. So uh it's a goose egg for me. Um, um I said Piastri top ten, and that did happen. Yep. Excellent. Exactly. Yeah. Uh and we know what happened I went with... with the what the top ten. <laughs> and I, after the qualifying I thought, oh, looks good for me. <laughs> no, it didn't. <laughs> no. Can I also point out that um, the week that none of us said Albon top 10, it fucking happened. I know. Like, it's nearly every fucking week we yeah. call. We all call. Like, in fact, because scrolling back here, there's not a single week that's gone by <laughs> yeah. that not one of us has said fucking Alex Albon top 10. Yeah. It's the but curse. We, can't, we curse but Alex we can't Albon. use it next time. All right. There should be a rule now that no one can call Albon top 10 just so he can get some <laughs> points this season. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, that means that uh, me and Scotty shared the points this week. Um, yeah. And that puts me on 11 points. Oh, which means I moved to the top of the table. That it's puts official. Scotty on nine. So that's me on the top. Isidro in second on 10 and Scotty third yeah. with nine. But uh, catching quick. Yeah, I gained a point but also lost a place this week. I went from second uh, to third officially. <laughs> <laughs> After getting a point because wait, you wait. and Isidro were joined first. Um, oh, yeah. With ben. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, I had to undo the, the, the what I just typed in because I was like, hang on, how did that happen exactly? Then, yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. Okay, so uh, 11 and 9. All yeah. right. So, oh, tits on a bike. Hang on a second. There we go. All right. Um, 
Okay, so Brazil. I am going with Max Verstappen, P1. Lewis Hamilton, P2. Uh, P2. And Lando Norris, P3. Okay, so I'm going to have to change my predictions. <laughs> uh, well, I'm guessing then is Idro the same? It looks like yeah. he's all had the same. <laughs> yeah, okay, so I'm going Verstappen 1, uh, Hamilton 2, and I'm going to go Leclerc P3, I guess. <laughs> because I did have Norris. Idro. <laughs> yeah, uh, Verstappen first, Hamilton second, and then uh, Russell. Ooh, I thought you might say Alonso. I mean, if you've all had the same predictions, like you can still call the same predictions. I guess it doesn't make it too much fun because it's... Uh, yeah. You want to try and have an edge, really, when you come into... It's yeah. Get, it's getting that time of the season where it's uh, go big or go home. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You know. All right, my flop is going to be... Um, I haven't prepared anything, so I'm going to go... Do you know, I'll go with... Oh, do I? Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm going to go uh, George Russell Ooh. Uh, outside the top 10. Oh, wow. Based on... Uh, I think he's going to have a... I think he's going to qualify well. I think he's going to be starting probably on the second row of the grid. And then he is going to collide with someone in the oh. Senna S's or something and spin out. And uh, he's going to be at the back of the pack and not make his way through. Lovely. Lovely. I love that I part of the course. I predicted it right down to actually every process <laughs> of what's going to happen. <laughs> Sounded kind of like, didn't K-Mag do that last year? Something like that. He qualified unbelievably well. And That's then right. like that. Well, wasn't there someone. some, there was a bit of weird circumstances though, wasn't there? Wasn't it something to do with the rain? Mm. Called it off or something like that? Yeah, there, I can't, was, there, was something, there was something, yeah. Yeah, he didn't do it purely on pace. I think there was no, some no, no, reason no. <laughs> behind why they, got, yeah, I can't remember now. Yeah, interesting um, one, that one. Um, my flop, my flippity flop. Oh, uh, Danny Ricardo outside the top ten. He <laughs> uh, No, no, no. I'll give it to you because, like, I think there's every chance he could finish inside the top ten in Brazil. Yeah. So, um, yeah, that's okay. My um, flop will be Piastri DNF. Oh, DNF. Ooh. Wow. Just oh. a shot in the dark, or any particular reason? Yeah. Uh, no, okay. especially because he's been driving well in the McLaren, it's been okay. So, yeah, I don't know. I I just think Tsunoda will get his revenge <laughs> in Brazil. Perfect. I love that one. That's very good. All right, my surprise is gonna be Jesus. <laughs> what is my surprise gonna be? Oh, I'm going big air. Fuck it. I'm going with both Aston Martins inside the top 10. Oh, that that deserves a double point if that happens. No. Yeah, oh, really? Yeah, I don't think so. Just one point. For two Aston Martins inside the top 10? Yeah. Fine. All right. Grant. Alonso <laughs> you can inside the top the position. 10. <laughs> Good point, Dave. All right. Alonso inside the top 10. Fuck um, yes. Okay. You uh, could have gambled. I could have got like Alonso could get the top ten and stroll not, but I could have called both. And all you had to do is kind of go, Oh yeah, we'll give you the two points, Dave, because we know for a fact Lance Stroll isn't getting a top ten finish. But no, mm. no, he's wouldn't let me have it. So no. 
And then um, it's again, it's that time of the season. Um, <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to get this one, but anyway, uh, my surprise, uh, Sergio Perez is inside the top ten. Yeah, of course not. Oh. Uh, okay, uh, s- but he did finish outside the top ten today. Oh no, he didn't. He, he had a DNF. DNF. Mm, slightly different, I suppose. Right, uh, I am going to say. There's actually Ruben nothing. Barrichello inside the top ten. <laughs> I'm not, there's nothing I can say. Uh, Pierre Gasly inside the top ten. Give me that one. Pierre Gasly. Mm. Gasly finished eleven. He did, mm. which is outside of the top ten. So Do you know, be, uh, next I... season there should be a rule that there has to be some sort of like they have to be three races outside the top ten before they can be allowed into a top ten surprise. Yeah, yeah, sure, okay. but but it's not there this season. So give me Gasly top ten, please. <laughs> Look how unhappy his face is. <laughs> top 10. Oh, he gets 11. Yeah, I know. <laughs> You're going to be so happy if he gets 11. <laughs> I could give a shit if none of my predictions come up, but if Gasly gets 11, they'll be delighted. <laughs> All right, Azidro. Sonoda, inside top 10. Sonoda. Yep. Top 10. I mean,. Yeah, so not a shit. <laughs> <laughs> give him that. <laughs> yeah, I mean it could happen, but uh, yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. That's fine. Although it goes uh, against my prediction of um, yeah, to DNF because of Sonoda. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, we'll see. <laughs> yeah, that that's. Uh, yeah, well. All right. Okay. Let let's let let's. Uh, Let's stop talking the dead horse. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just drag this animal around the back of the sheds and put a bullet in it. <laughs> Fucking train wreck. This has been the K-Mag of podcasts. <laughs> Fucking just a broken suspension to start with and then sent it into the wall to finish it. <laughs> It's been enjoyable, though. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, I've enjoyed it. But uh, we will be back, I think it's next week, for the Brazilian Grand Prix, and uh, we should be a little bit more awake for that one. So hopefully we will deliver a little bit more of a coherent uh, (laughs) podcast. But uh, until next week, we shall see you then. 